and MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against networkers who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's going on guys? Zach here. Hopefully having an amazing day. Wanted to talk to you for a few minutes today and just share with you a little bit of an update in Ashley and I's uh, life right now. So uh, yeah, so right now I am actually coming to you from uh, our new office that we rented in Southern California. Specifically, we are in Carlsbad, California, which is just a little bit north of uh, San Diego by about maybe 30 minutes or so if there's no traffic, which there usually is. So yeah, but we rented the office because I think I mentioned it to you maybe a little while ago that we were debating like, you know, what do we do next as far as travel plans go? Um, For those of you that are new to the show, uh, Ashley and I have been, actually this next month would be a year. We've been traveling full time for uh, a year. Um, So I would say half of that was international, half of that has been domestic. the plan was to do all of it international, but we actually had really enjoyed going around the, this country in different ways as well. But I mean, international, I think probably takes the cake, but so it's been split. So we're from Chicago, um, but we left a year ago. We put, we, we got rid of our place. Um, we basically made arrangements for our cars, for our pets, for our stuff, all that stuff. And we literally hit the road with nothing more than a a backpack, um, like a, like a hiking backpack and then a little tiny backpack for personal use walking around with. And we set off on an adventure to Bali. We booked a month in Bali and, uh, took a flight. That's the first time I literally have ever left North American soil, (laughs) uh, took a flight to Bali, 14 hour time difference. So it was quite a shock. And, um, Man, it's been incredible. I've shared a few times the lesson, the lessons that we've learned, you know, throughout our journeys and stuff. And uh, maybe at some point I'll put a really comprehensive list of lessons that I've learned because um, I, I really feel that I've I've grown in a lot of ways. I've been humbled in a lot of ways. I've been I've become more confident in a lot of ways um, because of this uh, past year, and we've been really, really blessed to do it. So we're not stopping, uh, you know, traveling, but. About a month or two ago, we spent three weeks in Mexico City, and it was really cool. It was um, a place that I probably won't go back to necessarily. It wasn't one of my favorite places, but it wasn't bad. But while we were there, we we rented a a quite a nice place to live in, Um, and and while we were there, I, I I took. 
I took five, I think I took five days off and I literally did, you know, virtually no work, um, talked to virtually no one aside from, you know, a friend of mine in Chicago and just really just spent some time with myself to think and, you know, make sure that we were on the path, the right path that we should be on and all this stuff, just realign myself. And during that time, I, I realized that, you know, we are in a spot in our business, MLM Rebels, and even our MLM company that we represent ourselves, that uh, it's a very special spot. And um, there is very, very clear signs at um, super strong momentum that could be, or that has been building, and that we could really take advantage of and and utilize. Um, And something that I really noticed, you may have recognize this, uh, maybe not, but we took a pretty, a pretty deep productivity hit with these travels. So it's not a huge one, but so for instance, like, you know, we went to Bali and and we spent a, a total of a month and a half in Bali. And I would say, you know, it takes about three to five days to really get settled into a new place. You know, you gotta kind of figure out, um, you know, where to eat, uh, you got to figure out, you know, where to do laundry in some cases. I mean, some places you can, you know, pay to have it done, of course, but there's some places in the world that, you know, virtually no matter what kind of money you have, um, you know, you, you're, 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 you know, and we're by no means like, you know, unlimited spenders, but there are places that even if you had, you know, a, a absolute truck ton of just cash to throw at, you know, whatever, um, that you're going to be doing it yourself. You know, you're going to, you have to go down the street and you have to walk your, you know, walk yourself down the street and find a laundromat. Um, and that's just the way it is. So, you know, when we would go to these places, you know, I would kind of estimate that we would probably took a 20% productivity hit, 20 to 25%. So if we were capable of, you know, giving a hundred percent of our effort, we probably were only able to give 75% of our effort simply because, uh, part of our brain processing power was figuring out where do we get our laundry done? Um, you know, what can we eat? That's not going to like hurt our stomachs or make us like, you know, have to go to the bathroom excessively. Right. Cause that, that kind of stuff happens overseas. Um, again, no matter where you are or who you are. And so these kinds of things, they, they start to pile up and things like that. And, um, you know, especially in, you know, in Asia and that side of the world, the time difference is massive. So even though we build our business online, you know, there's still times where we, you know, want to or need to, um, you know, be on a, a video call or something like that. And, you know, really the only times you can do them is really early in the morning and it's, you know, late at night for the for the person in the U.S. or, um, you know, or that's really it or late at night and early morning for them. And that can become a little bit difficult. So anyway, um, we kind of came to the conclusion. We talked about it a lot, prayed about it. And we came to the conclusion that, you know what? We feel that God has really blessed us with some special momentum. He's blessed us with some some things that are working really well in our business. And in order to fully capitalize on them, we kind of need to be stationary. We need to have some routine, a little more routine in our life. You know, we would develop routine, like I said, after a couple, after a week or so. But it wasn't the routine that you and I are used to when we like we live somewhere for a long time, right? Um, so we knew that we needed like to develop some some more of that. Like, okay, I in the morning I can get up and I can do this, and then I can do this, and then I can do this, and then I can go to, and then I can go be productive. Like, I don't have to think about, you know, what am I going to eat or where am I going to get my food or what gym can I hit that's not going to be, you know, 
overrun or that kind of thing. Like I can develop these these habits and actually stick to them um, because nothing, or most likely things won't change too drastically. So anyway, we decided to uh, do that, and um, so we uh, officially landed back from Iceland like a week and a half ago. And that's the last uh, international trip that we have booked currently. Um, so we'll definitely be continuing to to travel. Uh, we just probably won't be doing like the hyper nomadic life, at least for a few months. So I would say for the next <clears throat> two to three months, um, we're going to be stationed here. We, I mean, we, we signed a two-month lease at this office. Um, we have a place for the next couple months uh, very close to here. Um, so that's our plan for the next couple months. And we're going to just kind of, you know, play it by ear, see, see where it goes, you know, after that. And there's a possibility we could maybe continue to stay here for the rest of the year and really ride this wave out and capitalize on it as much as we possibly can. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about what, what am I called to do and am I doing the right thing? So I, I frequently ask God, like, hey, like, first of all, I say, you know, I'm yours to command. Anything you need me to do, I will literally make an about face and do anything you need. So if you need me to do something else, like, I'll do it. I don't care what it is. Um, I will do whatever you need me to do. And so I frequently, you know, remind him of that and ask him, like, am I doing the right thing? Um, especially because I have a, I have a big heart for, for ministry. And so I, I always want to make sure like, you know, right now I'm in business. I'm, I'm, I'm going to the church. I'm, you know, looking to get more involved here in at a church so I can, you know, serve at some capacity, but I'm not thoroughly, you know, ingrained in, in ministry right now. And that's something that's passionate. I'm passionate about that. And so I frequently ask God, like, are you sure this is what you want me doing? Um, and I would say over the past few months, he has really made it clear um, that yes, like this is what I want you doing. I felt uh, a, a lot of very audible, um, not audible outside of my head, but inside of my head, audible calls to say, yep, this is exactly where I want you. Like, I'm going to lift you up. I'm going to help you build an influence um, in the business community, and you're going to use that to spread my message. And um, now, don't get me wrong, if you're not a, a person of the same faith background as me, that's totally fine. It's not my intention to, you know, preach at you or anything like that. We're, we're going we're gonna to keep things... Um, you know, as, as professional as humanly possible. So, you know, don't, don't worry, don't freak out or anything. Um, but you know, regardless of where you come from, like, you know, you already probably know our faith background and, um, and if you don't like, you'll see through lines in our business of it. And, uh, I keep being reminded that God is going to use our business to, uh, basically do what he needs to do. And do I have an exact plan for that? No, I have a rough schematic in my head for what he's thinking. But at the end of the day, it's it's up to him. You know, we uh, the book I read says that we can make our plans, but he directs our steps. And so <clears throat> I'm just trying to be as obedient as possible uh, during that process. And it was about it was it was during it was uh, the month of February this year when I was really questioning this, like you know, really just making sure like are, am I on the right path? Not questioning what we're doing, just questioning him, just making sure like hey God, like are we doing the right thing? And after a few days of really asking this question deeply, he, I felt like he became, this is when he kind of became very, very audible in my head. And he's like, yes, this is it. Like, this is what you've been working towards. This is what I want you to focus on and like sink your teeth into. And no joke within probably five days of that, uh, I got a text message that spun some things into motion that totally shaped the, the way that we're like, it shaped 
it shaped everything. Um, it shaped what we're doing now, how we're doing it now. It shaped things. I'll tell you the full story when we, you know, at, a, at another time, but, um, it shaped literally everything. And he's continuing to just lay things down in front of us that are like, um, very evident, like, okay, this is like, this is beyond me. I couldn't have done this. I couldn't have calculated this. I couldn't have controlled this. I couldn't have predicted this, but here it is. And it's all affirming what we're doing right now. So, so anyway, that's a little bit of a, uh, uh, I guess that's a deeper update than I wanted to give. I just wanted to give, to give you an office update, <laughs> but I kind of got into that whole, uh, whole side of my, like, I guess, spiritual, um, uh, mental schematic, I guess. But Anyway, like I said, um, you know, if, you, if this if this resonated with you on the you know on the faith level, fantastic. I'm really glad that it did. If it didn't for any reason, you know, that's totally cool. I still want to be, you know, uh, I still want you to be here. I want you to be listening. I want you to be learning at a business level. Um, you know, there's no part that, like I said, we're not gonna we're not judgmental people. Um, you know, the, the the God that we serve called us to love, um, not to judge. And so I don't care what your uh, I don't care what your <laughs> I don't care what your gender is. I don't care what your um, how what your sexuality orientation is. I don't care what it is. Um, I think people with our faith background, which is Christian, by the way, um, can kind of get a bad rap because there's some pretty stupid Christians that forgot to read the Bible, and um, they judge people. And um, and uh, our the, the God that we follow tells us not to judge. He's the judge. We're called to love. And so I don't care where you're at, where you're from. Um, we still care about you. I don't care if you, you know, I, obviously, you know, being of the faith background we are, I obviously want you to be in that faith background. But if you never are, that's okay. We'll still love you all the way through and never push anything on you or anything like that. We're going to keep MLM Rebels as, like I said, professional as humanly possible. Um, obviously, I can't change who we are. I can't change what, you know, God calls us to do. And um, you'll see our faith through lines through our business as you potentially already have um but you're not gonna you're not gonna receive any sort of judgment or you know ramrod approach uh to anything like that so anyway um in case you've never heard any of this before from me i I, again i don't really know why i went down this path i just kind of wanted to give you an office update and things like that but but yeah so i'm standing outside the office now the office is pretty cool um it's a very nice uh nice place i would say uh, I've, in the corporate world, I worked at you know multiple offices. This is probably, you know, if, if like Class A is like the nicest I've ever been in, um, where you kind of have like wood mahogany walls, marble floors, gold trim throughout that kind of a thing. That's like you know the the, the top of the line super pimp banker's office. So I've been in one of those offices before. Um, this is probably one step below that. Or maybe like a step and a half below that, actually. Um, so it's still very nice. Um, it's, you know, like, I don't even know what kind of floors these are. These are like nice concrete tile floors. It's the middle of the office arena is open. So it's open air in the in kind of the concourse, if you will. And then when you go up to where our suite is, um, it has open workspace. So you can like leave your office and go out into like these open workspace areas. There's couches and TVs and a big kitchen and stuff like that. Um, and then our office itself is, is a, you know, obviously a private uh, separate office and we had to <laughs> buy some furniture and stuff. So we had like, I've got like all these Amazon, Amazon shipments coming in with like desks and chairs. And, you know, I've just ordered like a bunch of video stuff. Um, Cause again, we've been living out of backpacks <laughs> so all of our stuff is at uh at home in storage but um but yeah so it's uh it's a pretty it's a pretty nice place i would say it's 
I would say for most people, if you have no concept of like what a class A super pimp office is, you'd walk in here and you'd be like, wow, this place is nice. Uh, But it's not like the nicest in the world. You know, like if you went to a Goldman Sachs in New York, it's going to be a nicer building for sure. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that's kind of what it looks like. And then inside, so like the office itself, we're the first people to occupy our private office. So it's, it's actually, it's quite nice in there. Um, you know, it's a big glass doors, probably 10 foot ceilings. Uh, the, all the doors have keypads on them, which is pretty cool. So you don't have to carry a key around. Um, and yeah, but it's pretty funny. So like in the building, you know, clearly there's like, there's us and then there's lots of other people. Um, a lot of the other people, like they're, they're working like corporate jobs. Right. So it's just weird to be here because any other office we've had has been like co-working spaces. So, uh, most of it's like single, like, like, what do they call it? You call them solopreneurs. So most of them are just like freelancers trying to make it by, um, which, you know, it's, I've totally been there for sure. So I, I relate to them pretty well. Um, but I also relate to the corporate people cause I've been there too. Uh, but this is a lot more corporate people, um, and more established businesses and stuff. So the established businesses of course have employees that are here working with them on site. And, uh, a lot of them corporate people are like, <laughs> you know, you walk through the hall and you're like, Hey man, how are you? You're kind of bumped up. You're building your own business, right? You're excited. And they're like, Hey man, it's Monday. I'm like, Oh my gosh, bro, I'm going to punch you in the face. Like, you know, you got do something with your life man <laughs> so uh so that's pretty interesting for sure um but anyway well that's it for today you guys hopefully you have an amazing day um i know we didn't really talk about much with you know sales funnels with mlm but a little bit of an update if you want to join the group uh, the discussion group, you can go to mlmsalesfunnels.com, uh, request to join there. If you uh, need to read the blueprint, I didn't talk about it at all or anything like that. Um, if you're unfamiliar with what it is, sorry about this plane, we're right next to a private airport, but um, if you're unfamiliar with what the blueprint is, it's essentially a breakdown of how we build automated recruiting systems for any MLM company. That's mlmrebelsblueprint.com if you would like to read that. I would highly suggest it if you haven't. So anyway, hopefully you have an amazing day. Appreciate uh, you taking the time here today and uh, love you all. Talk to you soon. Thank mm-hmm. you.